before I begin, I do want to acknowledge the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, the traditional custodians of this land on which I work and live on, and I pay respect to elders past, present, and future. Welcome to the Coffee Chat Podcast. On today's episode, I chatted to Ali Calder. She is a actor, singer, and songwriter. We talked about her musical theater career, her hilarious TikToks, studying music with a slight tangent about astrology, and some fun rapid fire questions, which ended in an in-depth discussion about what it means to be in love. So grab a coffee and enjoy. Welcome to the Coffee Chat Podcast. Thanks for saying yes. <laughs> That's Thank always you for exciting. Having me. Anytime. <laughs> fun. Yes. Um, okay, let's start. Why don't you just like give your a little introduction to whoever's listening right now about who mm. who are you and take that however you want. <laughs> who are you? Who are um, you? Just, you know, just a gal, just doing her best. Um no, so I um hailing from Newcastle, Australia. Yeah bit of a small town gal um and then um done a bit of musical theater in the past yeah. as well some really amazing tours that I was really lucky to be on board with uh and <clears throat> I've sort of always been a singer so music is is always something that I've done um so yeah just a bit of a bit of an all all arounder many hats you do all the things. You do all the things. Yeah, um, I not guess, all well. Well, I mean, give it a go, hey. you know. <laughs> you just, you just give it a crack. Give it a yeah. good crack and see where it lands. That's mm. what I do. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna try that. I don't know. Totally. And then yeah. if people like it, you're like, I guess I'm good at it. I guess that yes. worked. Yes. Amen. It's the best way to be. It's the best way to be. Oh, honestly. Let's, okay, well then let's start with like your musical theatre journey. Yes. Um, because, yeah, you have done some really awesome shows. Like I said before, I did see you in Legally Bond. Iconic. Mm. Love that. So fun. <laughs> um, how, how did that start? Did that, like, yeah, how did that happen for you? And what was that experience? Okay, so I have a, um, I have a bit of a different start to musical theatre um, than than most people I think um, in that I was studying for my HSC when I was 18 and then my friend my lovely amazing friend Declan Egan who is an amazing performer in his own right like he's done Book of Mormon in the States and Jersey Boys and stuff like amazing guy uh, in high school was like oh my gosh Ali Spring Awakening is auditioning I was like oh my gosh because this is like Spring Awakening was all the rage you know when we were in high school and we were all obsessed with it because um, I went to a performing arts high school. Um, <clears throat> but I'd never really done musical theatre. I'd only yeah. been like, I was a jazz singer. Like that's what I trained in, in high school. Oh, amazing. Um, yeah. And, but, you know, did did all the shows around town and stuff. So it was definitely in, in drama and things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Uh, yeah, he was like, they're having an open call audition. Do you want to come? I was like, yes, absolutely. Let's do it. So uh, Declan and I at 18 jumped on a train at 4.30 or 5 o'clock in the morning, headed oh down God. to Sydney for this open casting call of Spring Awakening. Um, it was like my first ever kind of audition experience as well. So it was very, um, it was like a lot, right? It was yeah. 
it was it was definitely I was like oh my god there's so many people here and then you know the classic thing that people do in auditions they're like in a corner going like doing their warm-up yeah. things and I'm looking around and I was like am I meant to be warming up like what's going on what do I do I'm confused and um my dad had given me some really great advice he was like do you know what if you're nervous just remember be yourself because yeah. you never regret being yourself and I was like too right dad let's get it and um went in and did it and just I sang um I sang a Billie Holiday song because that's what I had grown up singing like lots of jazz and then just got really lucky and I ended up getting cast in that one um so fresh out of high school jumped straight into a show at Sydney Theatre Company and it like incredible incredible experience the cast on that show I was thinking about it the other day I was like the cast of that show was incredible we had like Helen Helen Dallymore was in it um Claire Bowen who's now doing Nashville was our Wendler um oh my god like Ange Scundy Arco Charmant um uh I don't want to forget anyone Olivia Sherry Lambus who I absolutely love to death Ed Ed Gray Edward Gray Um, yeah and and there are lots of people that I went on to do shows with later on so yeah that was that was like the the coolest first musical theatre experience especially I think for a show like that which is more contemporary it's more of like a rock musical and they just wanted us to be really like raw and real and ourselves um which was just like so right up my alley like it was just the the best first um musical theatre experience I could have ever asked for um And then, and then it finished and I was like, oh, I don't know what to do with myself, but I've always yeah. done music and stuff. So I guess I'll just go and study music. And then I went off to um, AIM, the Australian Institute yeah. of Music, and was doing the, um, just the contemporary performance course there. Yeah. Um, so that jumped straight back into music again. And then um, the, through a series of events ended up, getting in the room for Legally Blonde yeah. <laughs> and um, and I I initially went in for Legally Blonde as to be Enid. Oh yes. <laughs> yes because I think if you know me in person you'd probably be like she's more of an Enid isn't she? <laughs> like, <laughs> I think that's gonna check out. <laughs> I was like 19 or yeah I think it was 19 when I went in for that and I like stomped in there in like my Doc Martin boots and stuff and I was like here we go Enid um and I was also like chronically hungover when I went in for that audition as well um (laughs) but it was good and like this is my first time as well being in front of Kelly Dickerson which like you never you don't I mean now I know now with age I know you don't want to be singing in front of Kelly Dickerson when you're <laughs> but it, it, it is hey it is what it is and I was very young and by some grace of something they went actually do you know what we'll get you back in and I went thank you thank you so much I will not be hungover for the next one um but they they got me to come back in for um Vivian and that's when I started yeah. auditioning for Vivian and that was a wild ride like it was my first big big show audition yeah. and the audition process was like incredibly overwhelming and you know being being 19 I was like I cannot mess this up like practicing day and night yeah. and just not but at the same time I think it was 
it was quite good to go into that experience with like a little bit of naivety you know because you don't get in your head as much about like yeah. oh I saw I saw this person auditioning and I heard this through the grapevine like yeah. being removed from the industry and then auditioning made it a, a little bit better I think yeah. like definitely helped with nerves I would say for sure oh um, 100% yeah yeah and then and then we we did that I I will always always remember um because at that point I was singing, um, I can't remember which, I, I was singing the first part of the remix, like the, um, I used to pray yeah. for the day you'd leave. I only was given the first part of it as the audition cut. I yeah. didn't know what happened at the end of that song. And like, if anyone knows that Legally Blonde remix. Oh my God. Um, um, and I'll yeah. always, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll always remember, going in I did all the Vivian acting and then I did the the singing part and then Kelly was like I'm just gonna play you this bit and can you just sing this note and she was like ah! like playing the note up there and I was like oh, all right sure and then just went ah! and like <laughs> just sort of had to go for it <laughs> thank god it worked out because I didn't know I could make that noise either <laughs> and <laughs> Then they were like, cool, now just do, do it through with that bit on the end. And it was like, I think the first time I'd ever properly sung it through, I was like shitting myself, but the nerves probably actually ended up helping sing the end of that song. Um, oh my God. Yeah. And then, and then that was it. And then I got to work on Legally Blonde, which was like, in, like, it was incredible. Like yeah. Lucy Durack, sorry, what? I got to work with like. I was mind blown. Also, growing up, you know, being that the age that I am when I was yeah. in when I was a young child in high school, I definitely grew up watching Millsy on Australian Idol. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I found out that I, that he got to play my boyfriend, and I was like, ah, this is my You're teenage like, oh my dream. God. <laughs> my teenage dream. But yeah, like Cameron Dado, Erica Haynats, yeah. got to work with Helen again on that one um like a bunch of other incorrect chloe's all was on that one like amazing an amazing amazing cast um oh, it was amazing like such a great group of people to work with too yeah. and and it was just yeah it was just amazing like it was nice to have helen there to kind of help me through because yes it's over, it's, it was overwhelming like i was only 19 20 when i did that show wow. and i was like i have no idea how any of this works like i don't understand yeah. touring I don't get it, um, but Helen like had me under her wing the whole time. And Millsy, I do not have enough good words for yeah. Roberto Mills. He is the sweetest, most lovely, lovely human. Like, yeah, just such a great, great human to work with. Yeah. Um, and Lucy, who was amazing. Well, obviously, like, I mean. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like just absolutely incredible. And then... And then ca capping off musical theatre segment. Yes. Um, and then Legally Blonde finished because it, it only went for about a year or so. Like, I wish it had had a bit more of a run because it's, yeah. it's a really fun it show. But, yeah, yeah, fun, fun show. Um, but we only had a year run on that one. And I was like, okay, back to, don't know, <laughs> like, had no idea. And then I got the audition come through for Wicked. And I think I had auditioned for Wicked when I was still on Legally Blonde and just kind yeah. of, I was not expecting anything 
from that whatsoever you know I was like yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll go in and I'll do it like that's really cool but like it's alpha bar so like calm down you know <laughs> like wasn't really expecting too much and then yeah. and then got that call to be to go in and be um Gemma's standby and, I mean oh, that's insane that's I'm wild hello yeah. yeah yeah and then and then once again jumped into like this incredible incredible cast incredible like creative team um like I, do, I feel like I've heard horror stories about about yeah. shows um and I, I don't like I, I don't look what can I say like I'm sure there are those horror stories out there yeah but like I'm just I feel really grateful that all the shows I've worked on have had such amazing teams yeah. they've just been really really positive experiences um so yeah and then I, and then Wicked that was like a solid two years on yeah. Wicked uh and got to work with Lucy again incredible also can we just talk about the fact that Lucy was pregnant yeah uh, Polly when she was on Wicked was it yeah it was with Polly I'm pretty sure Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. Which is and so she was like okay. in the, in the bubble, getting lowered down onto the like they had to undo her corset to give her room. She's just a a powerhouse. She's she's yeah. just incredible. Um, and like such a lovely, genuine person too. Uh, and then I got to work with Ed Gray on that one as well. He was Bok. Yeah. Which is amazing because I definitely fell in love with him when we did Spring Awakening. Um, yeah. But yeah, and Susie Mathers was incredible. Um, like Steve, so great to work with him yeah. as Fierro. Yeah, awesome. Such an awesome time. Like a very long time to be on the show. I think towards the end of it, I was definitely getting very yeah. like, because you get into this mode where you've done something for so long, you're like, I've forgotten it. Like, yeah, telling, I don't know. You start telling yourself because it's muscle memory at that point, and then you go out and you're like, oh, how, oh, oh. and you're, the that? words are still coming out, and you're like, I don't know what I'm saying, but it's still coming out. Oh my god! Like it, it was just a, got towards yeah. the end. My head was very confused, but um, yeah, that's so that's, so that's the old musical theater. Yeah. So was Wicked like the last? musical theater show you like did or like did yeah, yeah. oh yeah. wow yeah crazy so that ended in 2015 wow yeah uh, I've been what now six years off the boards <laughs> <laughs> yeah and also I see you on TikTok which we're gonna get to we'll talk about that <laughs> um and I remember being like I think you you turned up on my for you page and I was like oh my god like I've hold on and then obviously I went to your Instagram and I was like oh my god like you were in like I knew you from musical theater but I hadn't seen yeah. you in anything so yeah. what were you doing in that time <laughs> oh look your guess is as good as mine <laughs> couldn't tell you <laughs> just things <laughs> <laughs> I was just around <laughs> um, existing <laughs> existing uh I um well, I finished Wicked 2015 and I was like, do you know, I, I need a bit of a rest. I need a little bit of a rest. Yeah. Like it, because I think I was 25 when I left Wicked and I had been solidly in shows since I was 19. So I yeah. was like, 
I'm tired. Um, <laughs> and um, and I, my intention was to like take a bit of time off. Um, yeah. and, but I had somehow, couldn't tell you how, but I ended up getting a manager in LA for acting. <laughs> 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 what do you mean? <laughs> um, uh, and uh, they were like, now's the time. Strike while the, whilst the iron's hot, you know. You know, you're yeah. young. Go, go on. Get over there. So they, they wanted me to go over for pilot season. And I, yeah. I went over and I did two pilot season in, in, uh, seasons in L.A. Wow. Um, yeah, but so good. So good. <laughs> very fun very very fun um and again like as I found a similar thing with the whole LA deal as I found going into like the Legally Blonde auditions where I was mm. I was just like very naive about it all you know like yeah. that that energy of like I know no one I don't know what's going on I don't know any of you <laughs> so like let's go <laughs> And it, it really like helped. It's it it was good for I I guess like the the mental element of that. Yeah. I, I hear again. You hear those stories about you know how yeah. how brutal LA is and how hard and cutthroat and all this stuff. And I was like, <laughs> I had a great time. Like, <laughs> I, was like I don't know which city you've gone to, but I've really enjoyed this. <laughs> like, oh my God better to have that really like I guess naive approach to things this um, is true <laughs> totally totally and um I'd go in you know have a bit of a chat with the people they're like how's your day been I'm like oh I'm good. Going? actually I'm like I'm going to um Whole Foods later can't wait can't wait <laughs> I've been looking forward to Whole Foods I was I think I told I in LA you've got to do these like meet and greets yeah. with um with studios like with the big studios that put stuff on and your manager sets it up so they can kind of get to know your face and then when you send tapes in they go oh that's that person right okay yeah. cool. and I went in for one I can't remember where it was like probably like Paramount or Universal <laughs> one, of, one of those kinds of you know just but a small big studio just no, tiny just, just the little ones and I went in and they were like, so what, what are your plans for the rest of the day? And I was like, I'm going to go to Whole Foods. I'm really excited. And they were like, oh, wow. I was like, yeah, I sold my car in Australia so I could shop at Whole Foods. And they were just like, honestly, get out. Please. Get out. Please leave. Um, yeah. And that, and that was that. So that's, that's what I did for uh, two years wow. after. So, and, and then between it was kind of geared towards coming back here and um, yeah. you know doing the things like taking classes and working yeah. retail or, or hospo well, jobs so you can save up to go again the next year so yeah thing. um but like it, w it was so fun and it was just just really fun to do like the tinsel town thing <laughs> yeah oh and I did that and then came back here and then yeah. um was you know still doing the thing still auditioning um and then like moved more into working in corporate because I was just a bit fed up with the with yeah. the retail um well yeah. hospo situation uh and um and and just needed a bit of like stability well, more than anything I was like 100 percent that's helpful yeah. 
totally, totally. And I'd never really had a nine to five before. I'd been more like, you know, either bartending hours or like retail work hours and things like that. Yeah. And that retail, you're working on weekends and stuff. I was like, I want a Saturday and a Sunday and I want to work nine to five and I want to know what that feels like. Uh, and yeah, and, and went and did that for uh, like about two years. I was in corporate. Yeah. Um, and it was really good for what it needed to be, like for the stability of it. Very good. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, COVID happened and I sort of already, yeah. I was getting to the end of my tether with corporate. I was like, I think I need to go. I think yeah. I need to leave this place. Uh, not that the people who worked there weren't lovely because they were, it was actually a really fun corporate office to work <laughs> in, but I was like, I need to, I need to be doing creative things. Like, I, yeah. like it kind of, if you're a creative person, it really like crushes you. Um, it does. Not, not doing the thing that you love yeah. all the time. It, it like really hurts your heart, I think. Um, yeah. So I was like, I'm going to go back to uni because I never finished jump cut to 15 <laughs> minutes ago when we were talking <laughs> about that. But I never finished that degree because I had to leave and do the shows. Yeah. Uh, and so I had this music degree that I, I hadn't finished and I, I really wanted to go back and finish it and get and do do music stuff again. Yeah. And then obviously COVID happened and I ended up like getting made redundant from the job anyway. And I was like, well, yeah. great. I mean, but no cool. better time than now to start, I guess. So just jumped back into uni online and did all of that yeah. and like it, it just like it felt like this weight was absolutely like lifted off me to be back in music again and yeah. to be doing it again uh it, like I didn't realize how much I needed I, I'm processing your journey thus far um and it's really interesting like yeah I just I mean firstly going back to the corporate world I can totally relate um because yeah. I did that for a year and a half and the stability is beautiful. Like, you know how yes. much you're going to get paid. And I worked with beautiful people. It was laughs. Yeah. But I also had a similar thing where I was like, I think one day I had a moment where I looked around because I worked in a call center. Um, and I looked around at everyone. Oh, you've been great at that job. I'd love to uh, get you on the phone. <laughs> yes, thank you. We'd I have can. a good chat, I feel like. Oh, we would. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I just like, was too enthusiastic with people which is a good thing but mm. yeah and I also work I work for government as well like so I was like you know people were calling up about their licenses but I was always really happy about it so I was like <laughs> like you were like was, a boat license <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I'm not even kidding some of it got, I got very excited sometimes I was like I, I would just be like, so, like, yeah, your boat. Like, that's cool. <laughs> How's the weather where you're at? Are you going to take the boat out today? Like, like have you it. named the boat yet? What are you <laughs> going to name it? You need a good pun. <laughs> what does it look like? like where, where do you live? Oh, your address is right here. Beautiful. You live in a beautiful summer. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yes. Yeah. I think but I'd, I love. I'd be the same, though. I would do the oh, same thing. It's, I mean, and then when people, like, I, have you worked in a have you ever worked in a call center? Now we're just going to talk about corporate world. Mm, no. Okay. No, okay. I've, no, I've I've had to do the cold calling thing. Um, oh yes, I've done a bit of that. 
awful. No. Awful. It's not for me. No. I it's it's embarrassing that I did that. <laughs> I I'm embarrassed calling people. Like <laughs> I'm more nervous. No. Yeah, no. We don't like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you know, you've got to eat. You've yeah. got to eat. I do. Um yeah. but yes, yeah, so with the yeah so I totally relate with the corporate jobs and yeah I looked around at everyone and I went oh my god this is their life like this is their career like this is this is what they're doing yeah because I worked with people who had families I mean one lady her name was Mary and she was I love Mary we love Mary Mary was sassy and she taught me the best things about just putting customers on hold that I didn't like and we chat about our weekends it was beautiful but she had like a family and this was her life. And I, yeah, I just remember looking around and going, this is not my life. Like, I don't mm. want to do this. I want to be yeah. creative. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my, uh, it, it, yeah. And it gets to a point, right. When you're like, okay, uh, so I leave work at 5 PM and then I've got to eat and do my washing and take, do, do my, my, do my business. And then at the end of it, you've got what, like two hours ish, maybe to work yeah. on your creative stuff. Like, it, it's not enough to fill your cup, no. I think. Um, I agree. I had, a, <clears throat> I had a great chat with my agents who are, like, amazing and yeah. so supportive um, about, uh, about moving on from working in corporate and just, like, taking that leap and trusting yeah. that something else will come in. And um, uh, Monica, my agent, said to me, you know, Ali, you've got to remember that whatever you're spending the majority of your time in your day doing, that's what you're telling the universe or the world or whatever. That's what you're yeah. telling them that you are. So oh. embody embody and own like being who you are and say to the universe, no, I'm a creative. This is what I do all day, every day. This is, this is me. Yeah. This is my job. And you'll get more back. Um, which some people might not go along with that. It might be a bit like woo-woo, um, but I, I, I fully believe that. Oh, I, I love – well, you don't need to worry about the woo-woo stuff. Uh, I'm a witchy crystal girl, so you don't need to Oh, stress. my God! And look, everyone's got to have their thing. Yeah, 100%. Everyone's got to have their thing. And 100%. whatever thing you choose is completely valid, and all that matters is that it works for you exactly oh my god that's so beautiful that that was chef's kiss that was really ah. everyone that was oh, resonating it's resonating yeah, I've spent I had to spend a lot of time thinking that one through yeah <laughs> I did I well yeah I um yeah it's, I've definitely found the universe and the crystal thing like I mean do you journal are you a journal kind of person oh do we hey like to, what's oh. this right next to me Oh, look at that yes oh my god I, know. I love it every morning every morning I down. love it yeah I only I had an on and off relationship with journaling because I have a lot of thoughts in my head all the time mm. <laughs> obviously mm. if it's not coming across it's chaos are you Gemini no I'm not <laughs> Ooh. hmm okay keep keep talking I'll okay. try and I'll, right. try and, I'll try and think circle back circle back we'll circle yeah. back <laughs> um and yeah journaling I just I couldn't just I don't know why but um now I do like to journal I don't know where that was going I felt like I think I was trying to make it really cool and it wasn't so we're gonna move <laughs> on let's 
I don't know, but I'm not going to be able to focus on anything until I figure out what star sign you are. Are you an Aries? Yes, I am. Hey, but do you have Gemini in your like big three at all? Or like, okay, you know chart? what? I don't actually know what my chart is because. Oh, sorry. Do it right now. Oh my. Okay, let's go. All right. I need Where do to I know. go? Okay. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, you you type it in because then that's all your personal information. Maybe you don't want. <laughs> don't tell don't tell, don't say it out loud so i'm thinking aries sun i'm thinking like gemini rising or something oh. or or possibly I mean, what makes you say that possibly aquarius Ooh. Well, I mean, oh okay. i'd say oh no no you go no 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 you go have you got it i haven't because i'm still trying okay but, um, okay just talk to me well, I'm thinking, right, because you run this podcast, which is all through yeah. technology. It's all to do with communication, uh, which would be, and also I'm, I saw, I noticed when you jumped on that you've got a lovely set of rings on, which are kind of like, yeah, like, like very kind of like quirky and cool. Um, oh my God, and you that's said what, cool, stop it. That's what makes me say Aquarius. Um but okay. also Gemini's are the, are the top communicators of the, of the Zodiac. They're really into words and communication and getting ideas across. Oh. Also, sidebar, for anyone yeah. who's confused by what's going on here. Yeah, this is So true. the songs that I write on TikTok, oh, I ended yeah. up going down this tangent on TikTok, writing like comedy parody songs that are like Zodiac horoscope themed. So I wrote a series of love songs as how I think each Zodiac sign would, would write their love song. And then yeah. a series of breakup songs. So like it was just started as a fun little, little project that I did when I um, lost my job. <laughs> and <laughs> I've always been super into astrology. Um, and I, and I did it, I did it as a joke because an ex boyfriend that I had had um, was a Sagittarius. Yeah. And I was like, this is how a Sagittarius would write their breakup song. Not, nah. and then they just get up and leave. Um, Cause it's I so thought good. it was funny. I thought it was funny. And then people were like, can you do more of them? Can you make this a whole thing? And I was like, you know what? I got nothing but time, baby. Yes, I can. Let's do it. <laughs> have you, were you, okay, hold on. I have it. Actually, wait. <gasps> you do? Okay, I know. I, I'm not sure how to, okay. What am I reading? Okay. What okay, am I? Sun sign. Okay. Sun sign's sun Aries. Okay. We know this. Of course, yeah. That's could you imagine if I did that and I was like, actually, <laughs> no, it is. Okay, moon sign, um, Gemini. There you go, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. I want to know what your ascendant is because I feel like your ascendant would be like Aquarius or Gemini. A A S C. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! You're stressing me out for no reason. Oh um, it says Leo. Oh, mm. performer, performer. Ah. Uh, there we go. That there checks out. Hey, um, but like two out of three. I mean, well done to claps to you. Claps. My Look goodness at you. gracious. Look at you. I feel you. quite I'm feeling quite chuffed with myself. Oh, that. you should be. You should yes. I will so, give you that. You're yeah. Thanks for reading me. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Firstly, are you a friend fan? Is my I, question. Yes. I okay, didn't grow cool. up watching Friends because I think yeah. when I grew up, it was sort of like The Simpsons was on and then Seinfeld was on. So I watched oh, yeah. Seinfeld. But then I 
definitely went through a really bad breakup when I was like 21 and I all I did was watch Friends. Heartbreak. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so we love, okay, I'm glad we love. Okay, so how how was the audition process for this show? Because it's a parody, right? Like a Yes, it's a musical yeah. parody, which I have wanted to do for so long. Yeah. Um, like, and, and especially with all of the TikTok stuff that I write and everything, I was like, you know, I, I tradition, like historically I've played like either the bad guy or like a bitch. And I was like, oh, I want to do a funny show. I want to do something yes. funny. Um, so I'm super excited to be doing a parody musical. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that's pretty much it. So the show is essentially all of the seasons of Friends crammed into like an hour and a half. Wow. Um, or, or nearly two hours, I think. Uh, and and it's it, they pretty much hit every moment that they have to hit. You know, like you got to do pivot. You got to do like um, the iconic uh, Janice. Like Janice has to be in it. All of the iconic lines. Like we were on a break, all of the iconic things have yeah. to be said because it's so loved. Like the show is so well loved. Um, it's you got to pay pay uh, homage, 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 homage. How do you say it? I don't know. I was just hoping you would get through it. Ho- oh. Homage. <laughs> you know what? I just said it every which way and hoped for the best. <laughs> homage. Homage. <laughs> Doesn't sound quite yes. right, does it? But homage, homage, homage. Anyway, moving. Oh, homage. Homage. The H is silent. <laughs> yes, you've got to do justice to the show. There we so. go. There we go. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, okay, so because you you are Monica, is that correct? Is that correct. who you are playing? <laughs> Just take yes. wait. I need performance center. Yeah, I'm not even going to try. That's who you are. <laughs> yes this is going well um do you consider yourself a monica like do you have a favorite uh i i think um uh i think everyone is a little bit of a mix of all of the friends right like that's why the yeah. show did so well because everyone could see themselves in in all of them really like yeah. joey was my favorite I loved Joey, um, loved Phoebe as well. Oh. Um, but then like Rachel does things and I'm like, that's what I feel. I feel a bit that I way. And then Rachel. Monica, I'm like the competitiveness and the OCD and the cleaning. I'm like, yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's, that's that for sure. Out. Yeah. Not being able to get a boyfriend as well. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey. I'm hey. a Monica. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, that's it worked out. Perfect casting. <laughs> Just a string of failed relationships. I'm like, yeah, I'm getting into character, okay? <laughs> yeah, I feel like this is not actually me. Character, what method acting, yeah. as yeah. they call it. Method um, acting for the last 30 years of my life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, um, I always thought I, I definitely was a bit like a bit of a Chandler. Which is oh. so, yeah. I the feel Chandler. Sarcasm? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Feel it in my soul. Like, could not, well, yeah. Yes. That's, I'm going to leave that there. I'm definitely much of a channel. If you want to yeah. have a laugh later about something, I got you. But if you need That's serious it. advice, yeah. don't come to me. I cannot. Yeah. I can't get yeah. my own life together. So, you know, 
that's yeah. the vibe that's the vibe um <laughs> so are you just doing the show in Brisbane or is it touring well I mean COVID you know yeah yeah COVID pending we're meant to be touring so we're meant to be Maybe. in Sydney at the uh at the start of September and then in uh-huh. Adelaide at the end of September I think uh don't quote me on that but yeah Pendant. sometime around there and then our Melbourne season has already been cancelled this year because oh, of COVID goodness. but we've rescheduled yeah. it for the end of the year so we'll be oh, in that's Melbourne. exciting yeah super fun um end of November December we should be in Melbourne Ooh, exciting mm, yeah Ooh. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to come see it, and then now see if you gave justice to Monica. Um, no pressure. <laughs> Do you feel pressure in that though? Because I was just thinking about this. Like it obviously is like I was just like it's like it's such a fun show to do, yes. but because it is friends, have like has that ever crossed your mind? Well, <laughs> like you're like Monica is like she's a she's a tricky one because yeah, like Joey is like. Joey, Phoebe, um, like even Rachel and Champ, like they're such big caricatures of themselves. But Monica, mm. I feel like isn't she's she's a little bit more like difficult to pick yeah. out one specific thing apart from her. Like I know, like she just does that a lot. <laughs> yeah, she's just saying I know. <laughs> Literally, time, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But like that's all but, I do in the show. You're like that's. <laughs> The, like high-pitched kind of like eh, like that's a very very Monica thing so I don't know hopefully hopefully I get it down I love it I support I'm here for it yeah yeah <laughs> yeah but that's that's it so now I just wait in my little box in my cool. little my little quarantine box to be released into the wild so that I can do that and just do some more TikTok songs I guess until yes then. Okay, this is a great segue because I do want to talk about obviously now, like I guess you're creating your own music and writing these beautiful parody comedy songs, which beautiful. Stop I am it. obsessed with. Stop it. Beautiful. I don't know I if they're mean, beautiful, but they're something. <laughs> they're to me, they are beautiful. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> to me. um what's your process in creating like how how do you get inspired or create well doing the heart doing the horoscope stuff is easy because I've I've got a starting point like I've got an idea at the very least you know and then I can just go through and be like what what reminds me of that Uh, like what do I think of when I think of that oh honestly it's a bit of the old like just throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks essentially or or sometimes I kind of think like oh what what kind of what kind of sound accompanies like the energy of this sign and then like do it that way but that's the astrology stuff and then any any other like parody content that I do is a bit is a bit more tricky because you've got to have a top a topic like a starting point yeah um I that the like political stuff that I've done is easy because you've that's Australian politics writes itself at this point. It does. Um, yeah. It does. Mm. Uh, so so there's that, and I did I I did a song last year called No Nuance November that sent me into an, a full blown existential crisis um, because yeah. I was just it was a trend on TikTok where it was like you just you just 
say what you think about something and give no context. It was like your hot takes, right? And I did one with all my hot takes and, and look, it was an interesting time in the comments section after that one. But oh, funnily yeah. enough, like this goes back to what we were saying before, right, about being yourself. Yeah. That, that video that I did got 1.2 million views. So people connected with it and liked yeah. it. And it was just me kind of expressing my, my thought process on a lot of things in the world, like a lot yeah. of things that, that don't sit right with me. And, yeah. and a lot of people like really connected with it. But then I had some people who were like, God, like, especially cause right. Bear with me while I, say yeah. this though and and in the process okay while I'm in quarantine I'm in the process of making this song longer as well to give it yeah context um uh but the opening line was spirituality and most belief systems are just there to rationalize a meaningless existence and people did not like that line whatsoever yeah and it's like and I was like well of course not like there's no context around that you know and I had a bunch of people come to my personal Instagram and be like like I like you you seem like a miserable person you know you like you you think life is meaningless like how dare you slander religion in this way and I was like okay hang on a second like yeah as as you've already seen in this podcast like I am actually a very spiritual person but I think that it would be naive to think that as a human being, you're not capable of the duality to think that uh, your whatever belief system mm. you have, whether that's atheism, religion, um, uh, manifesting and new age spirituality, mm. it would be naive to think that you can both hold a belief system and question it at the same time. And I think human beings, yeah. uh, like especially if you uh, do think a lot about things, it's natural yeah. to to have the duality of going, do you know what? This might not be real, but it helps me and therefore there's no harm in doing it. It doesn't hurt yeah. anyone and it helps me and you can kind of quieten that little voice in the back of your head going, this isn't real and go, yeah. but who's right in this case? Like, is it, is it that voice or is it the voice that goes, it feels real? Like, yeah. you don't know. Um, so that, that is the, look, and it's a big song to take on as well. There's a lot, the new parts of it that I've been writing are really yeah. like, it's, it's essentially, it's, it's like a, it's me having an existential breakdown. That's what the song yeah. is, um, which is what I'm, that's what I'm interested in as well. I've, I'm so interested in yeah. like, the human nature and the weird things that yeah. we do and you know the kind of the song ends by saying like um people love to hate on politicians but won't actually make their vote count and research each party's vision because we just love to hate those who run the system when the real problem here is capitalism but we built the system and we support the trends so you already know it's not going to end humanity has some explaining to do because damn we are the toxic best friend um yeah hell yeah it's a lot it's a I lot mean, to take in it's a lot but like but also yes <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 and like especially at the moment with you know everything that's going on with like Jeff Bezos and everything like and and COVID has really shown us too that like 
this society that we live in, we cannot continue this way. Like the wealth disparity is insane. The inequality is insane. I don't think that society was ever, ever going to thrive properly in a capitalist system. Drop the mic. No. (laughs) Which is not to say I support like communism or anything like that, but like. I just think that there, there's, a, yes. there's a better there's a better way to do this. Oh, 100%. What are your, like, aspirations in your, like, when you create or, you know, I guess, in with your music? Like, what? Ah. <laughs> Heavy loaded question. <laughs> well. <as I> <laughs> um, uh, at the end of the day, honestly, at the end of the day, all I ever, ever want to do with anything I ever make is uh, make people happy make people smile, um, like give them like, a bit of a brighter moment in their day. I don't ever want to be out there as, as like a negative uh, energy because there's too much, too there's much, too much there's of a lot it out there. Um, so I, I always just want to like entertain people, make them happy. Yeah. And if it resonates, then great. Awesome. If it doesn't, then okay. And you can, especially with something like comedy there are so many different ways to do it like some people might find heavily political content hilarious because they're like yes absolutely you're saying everything I've been thinking this is great and for other people it might be too much but then you know the the little silly little jingle songs that I write about you know terrible dates that I've gone on or the astrology stuff like that might be more someone else's humor so I, I try not to heavily overload it one way or the other because I, I just want people to have a bit of brightness in their day really yeah um, oh I love yeah. that I yeah love that. but yeah oh, no go go no, no, no you go. go you go no I interrupted oh. you oh my god <laughs> um, <laughs> um no I was just gonna say I love that you mentioned um this idea of like if people like it or if they resonate it and like it cool and if they don't like that's okay and I think that's really beautiful to remember as like when you're creating because I think you can get caught up in wanting to fit like people please essentially Um, yeah and that was just really beautiful I just thought thanks for that reminder (laughs) yeah yeah and that's that's like it's that's exactly the same thing I said about the auditions at the start as well it's like yeah you've you've only ever got to be yourself and and do everything, everything you do, yeah. make sure it's authentic to you. Because um, if you do, as long as you're doing that, I, I, you can you never go wrong. I think. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Comedy is <laughs> no, We're both yeah, just going. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Let's do some fun questions. Okay, is this rapid fire? I'm not good at this. It's it is rapid fire. Never becomes rapid fire. So don't even stress. But no, I wait. Hang on, let me prepare because I do want to okay. do it rapid fire. Okay. 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 All right. Well, let me get the questions up. <laughs> well, okay. you are preparing. You are prepared. <laughs> I look like I'm about to go downhill skiing. Like, <laughs> oh my god. If a movie was made about your life, what genre would it be, and who would play you? Boom, I've thought about this very often. It would be a oh, Wes Anderson film. Oh, I it love. It would be Wes Anderson because it's, I, I love the way that Wes Anderson directs and I love his, like, style of comedy that he uses. Yeah, in it's beautiful. Beautiful, 
beautiful, amazing. Um, and then, and they're always kind of a little bit like, bu- like bizarre. Like all the characters are just a little bit odd. Little, and I'm like, yeah. yes, I'm like that. That's um, it. And then what's, was it, who would play me? Who would play you? Yeah. I would play me. But what if like you're not available? <laughs> it's like. <laughs> who would play me? I would. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Probably, I'd, I'd probably get, I'd get my best friend Sarah from Sydney to play me, probably, because I think that'd be cool. funny. <laughs> Do it. Uh, what's a trait that you dislike in other people? Um, ooh, do, 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 a trait that I dislike in other people. Uh, actually, I'm going to give you a bit of a dodgy answer for this, but uh-huh. there are, I don't dislike any trait in other people because I think that. Uh-huh everyone's entitled like to be themselves so if like and if there's if there's a trait that someone has that bothers me then I don't talk to them like (laughs) I just remove myself but like I I don't I generally don't really get bothered by other people's personalities because they're just they're just doing them you know okay I love that answer Mm. very real Mm. Mm. just gonna ponder on that for a little bit anyway moving on. yeah yeah oh, yeah cool um what is the first uh what do you first notice about someone when you meet them uh, hmm. uh, uh it'd have to be the vibe wouldn't it yeah just the vibe <laughs> how does one define the vibe though I don't know um yeah I don't know I think I think people have energy and you for sure yeah. like pick up intuitively like other people's energy. So I I will I'll yeah. probably notice that first. I'll be like, oh, like you have you have just like a good energy, like good vibe, or like oh your energy felt very like this, or yeah, yeah people people's energy I think more so than anything. Um, how do you know if you're in love? Huh. Hmm. Good but question. But I throw that in there, isn't it? Good question. It's not a straightforward question at all. Not because at how all. do you know that you're in love, on, and how do you know that you're not just having a trauma response, right? I mean, are we? Amen. I mean, hey, hey, that's the 2020 <laughs> response. But um, I, my view, my view on how I, on knowing that I'm in love has definitely changed. Like as I've gotten older, yeah. um, because I used to think I used to think that like immediate connection or I would be like I don't know it's just like an energy thing like I, I just yeah. like feel like I want to be around him all the time or I want to be around her all the time um and then I as I got older I was like actually do you know what that's because you have an anxious attachment style and they're an avoidant and that's why you thought you loved them I'm like and that's why therapy's amazing isn't it <laughs> oh, um, circle back we circle back here <laughs> totally and sometimes you just like trauma bonded with someone you don't know could be anything so I think I think the best answer to give to that one is I still don't know. I still haven't figured it out. Uh, I know I have more of a handle now on what it means to not be in love for the right reasons, Mm, but I still don't know what it means to be in like a mature love. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I do agree with that mature love leave it very open-ended there yeah and yeah. I mean at the end of the day the best you can hope for right is like having amazing people surrounding you who accept you in all your glory and all your flaws 
And exactly. um, if you can find someone who who does that, who uh, texts you back on time, no, I'm kidding. Um, but like, <laughs> yeah, then then that's that's like a good good thing to find. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. It was hmm. a very, I, 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 yeah. I don't. I'm still figuring it out. I don't know if necessarily there's like one answer yeah or like one person like I don't know I don't know like is that these are all the things I've been thinking about um that's it's no that's a really yeah it's like no I think about it have we just have we just been conditioned by this this like society by the by like the patriarchy I mean to to just go yeah I a husband and a wife and the children the like the that traditional idea of what family unit is and the traditional idea of like that that kind of creating in us as women or people who identify as women this like intense fear around being alone because historically women had no no uh power and we had to find it we had to have it yeah things would go downhill very quickly if we didn't find it but now that times are changing this has gone so off topic from the question, how do you know that you're in love? <laughs> it's still in the vein, um, which I love. Like, I love that it's tangented, like, because it's mm. it's so true. And that's something I have been thinking about through the pandemic, mm. or as I call it, the panini, because it's the pandemic. Uh, the, the ponder replay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just need another word for it. Um, and, like definitely being like being conditioned to oh I must find a man and be in love and then we get married and we have kids um placing placing finding love on that really high high yeah you know like yeah it's interesting because love can be many forms I mean love doesn't have to be romantic oh my gosh absolutely like hit the nail on the head there like there's one thing that I don't think you can deny and that is that connection is Mm the most important thing for us oh. as as living breathing humans like we yeah. will always need connection 100%. Um, yeah it's just it's yeah. just that it doesn't doesn't have to be romantic it can be platonic it can yeah. be like a whole different kinds of things you know I think platonic friendships are fascinating like yeah 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 um, I also yeah. I think it's interesting how we we almost put different conditions on romantic relationships as to what we do with platonic relationships. Yeah. We, we allow a lot more error error room in platonic or we it's like we put less pressure mm. on those platonic friends and we then then the romantic yeah. thing has to cover all these bases and they've got to like be your best friend and support you and teach you things and and also do face masks and like they've got to do everything and like that's a lot of pressure for a romantic relationship yes (laughs) no it is I yeah no it's almost like if you ever move from like being in a platonic relationship with someone but then if you almost then try to transition like if that it's moving that it's just it, yeah, there's something really interesting there where you're like, right, all these other things come like on top of it that you're placing. Mm. Yeah, I just. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. fascinating. Wow. Yeah. Um, 
you made the end of the podcast. That was we Ooh. ended on a on a philosophical. No, that was a little philosophical. We got a little woo woo and just deep. Got 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 a bit deep, which is good. We got a bit deep. I don't. I don't often. Oopsies, Daisy's oh. nearly knocked my thing off the thing. Um, I don't often get very deep on the internet. Mm. So you're welcome. Good. You're mm. welcome. Thank you so much. And that's a wrap on another episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Coffee Chat Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoy recording these episodes. Make sure that you do subscribe on whichever platform you're listening to this podcast on. And be sure to give me a follow on Instagram at coffeechat.podcast. I post a few behind the scenes, sneak peeks, and just updates on the podcast. So make sure you subscribe to that so that you can be the first to know. And I will see you in the next episode.